Hello and welcome everyone to episode 68 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Is it too late for a refund? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, as evident by the title, we are taking a break from the manga in order to talk about the fifth movie, uh, The Cursed Holy Sword. Holy crap. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, as we were getting into this last week, I said I didn't remember much of anything other than it being a Zora movie and you hadn't seen it. Yeah. I swear to God, both of us la- watched it last night. You wa- had to finish it this morning. I can barely remember anything. <laughs> I I actually fell asleep. <laughs> I was struggling. Like, I was struggling to stay awake. Which is wild because it's a it's a ninety minute movie, so it's not even that long. No, it's it's not. But it's it, it drags. I was checking the time, and it's just like, how is there still this much to go? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I, so we've had our complaints. In the past, about yeah. certain One Piece media and the movies, and like they 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 you know drop the ball in some areas, but there's other areas where they 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 do well. This is the first time where we were watching one of these, and we actively texted each other <laughs> as we were yeah, watching it because we were because there's just nothing to latch on to. So I'm just like I need somebody to understand the pain I'm going through. Yeah, like we we watched we started watching it around the roughly the same time, and just like and and. I'm like, okay, this is not a bad start. I think it's interesting enough, but then it just like, oh, oh god, oh, I'm so bored. It's just that's all it yeah. is. It's just sheer boredom. I, I hit a point again. It was around. I was around thirty minutes in, so about a third of the way through the movie. I was like, okay, this is about where the first act would end, and I'm like, I don't think anything's really happened. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I this can, might I, be a bad movie. Yeah, I I can I can sum this up pretty quickly. Honestly, there's a yeah. flashback of a pirate attack on this uh, Oscar Island, and uh, we see a man. Uh, the, the like pirates are actually being ter- like terrorizing things here. Like they look like legit scary pirates once again, which is a thing the movies like to do is just really have the pirates be a lot more brutal. Than we really see during the one end, guy gets cut in half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's definitely raw. it's definitely violent. And the yeah. guy we're following is trying to protect this girl. He ends up inside this temple and gets a cut. And the blood uh, reveals this sword. And the sword takes over, and he quite violently sp- splits two guys in half, and one guy da- like down from head to toe. <laughs> like yeah, like I don't show it. It's all in shadow, but it's certainly the most violent thing even, we've seen. Even for implied violence, like it's definitely more than you would see out of even the manga. Uh, and, and certainly what the anime has shown up to this point. <laughs> and it catches your attention in that way. Uh, it's like, okay, this is, this has potential. Like this is definitely brutal, but let's see what's, where this goes. Then we get to the straw hat and we're back to the same damn plot. Nami's yeah. heard of a treasure on this island, something called the seven the sacred seven star sword. And of course, Robin knows everything. <laughs> and yeah, and Robin says, "Oh yes, but there's more to this. Where there's this red moon and a terrible disaster that comes uh, once every one hundred years." And I'm like, gee, I wonder if it's around the hundred year mark for these guys to come across this. Then all of a sudden, while uh, they're away, Zoro and Usopp are guarding the ship. 
a knife comes and almost hits Zoro, but you know he misses. He realize, recognizes the knife, goes to see what turns out to be an old friend who is the guy who got got, got the sword in the very beginning. And he says he needs Zoro's help for something because of some old promise. The crew proceeds to get split up, come across this uh, society these the, that, that apparently protect the island from the sword and the, the dangers it has. They're basically Shandians. Yeah, they're basically Shandians, which is really, really weird to me because there is a normal town where these people aren't at. And then you go further into the island and all of a sudden there's Shandians that are just disconnected from everything. Like, they might as well. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's so weird but there also happens to be a marine base on this island focused around swords play which this uh this this guy this this uh his name is saga runs and they terrorize the village and steal three sacred balls uh from this this girl uh what's her name maya and then they another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And that's about it. Basically, Zora is part of the party that takes it. He actually fights Sanji and you know injures him. I'm struggling to remember details here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks like Zoro betrayed them. And all the while, Luffy and uh, Usopp are uh, mixed up in a bunch of caves. They had met the guy. Luffy lost, even though it was a terrible fight. Didn't look like he was trying at all, honestly. Gets lost yeah. in caves. Happens to come across those balls that are needed to seal off the sword's power. As This sword has possessed uh, saga and Maya was his love, and uh, you know he because of some incident in the past with Zoro, he lost the use of his his one arm, uh, killing his chances of becoming a swordsman because he wanted to be a great sword of justice. That was his dream. Uh, unlike Zoro trying to be the greatest swordsman in the world, and uh, that, that that you know because of him owing him, that's why Zoro's been helping him uh, do all this stuff. Because apparently he, he just says, "Hey, I need you to get rid of these balls." Okay, <laughs> that's all Zoro yeah. really did. It just. No, it is. I got. I got feel. We'll get into that. I got feeling. I'll let you finish the summary. Uh, yeah. Oh my. <laughs> so that's our set setup. Is that Zoro's helping this guy because of a, the, the, uh, sort of like this feeling of debt and a promise between the two. The the crew is like, why did you betray us? Oh, we find out. Oh, okay. That can uh, fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> okay, we got. Okay, we'll try to get this guy back because we've made a connection with these people. This and then uh, and Maya, and fight happens. Yeah, they get the sword from the end. So I want to. I'm going to start positive, and okay. and the the most positive thing I can say about this movie is that like, there are parts of it that are conceptually really interesting that don't really get uh, fleshed out all that well, like, because on paper you think the plot and you're like, okay, this is like a Zorro movie, even though he's barely in it, um, but it feels like, kind of what what they maybe wanted to do was to have Zorro kind of stuck between loyalty to his like childhood best friend versus like loyalty to straw hats mm-hmm. but like they don't really play with that any like he's he's kind of just like a robot for most of it and you, you think maybe it has something to do with like the moon mind control thing that they've got but no like it it seems like he's just doing it because the like, plot demands 
Yeah, he doesn't have any sort of input, and the way that the way that he just like fights Sanji doesn't really have any kind of like emotion to it. And you're just like, okay, well, what happened? What what happened to make Zoro act this way? And they don't they don't capitalize on that. No, it's just they meet up with the old friend. I need a favor, and all of a sudden he's attacking the village with the Marines. Like he's he's only knocking people out, so he's obviously still a good guy. While the others are cutting him down, but these friends of your friends are cutting the, cutting down these people. Zoro, you have to realize there's something wrong here. Right. Like, and that's, I mean, everybody hates mind control plots. Um, It's just kind of overdone, you know. But, Mm -hmm. like, that would have made more sense than us, like, like, trying to convince us, like, oh, Zoro has full agency right now, and this is the thing that he is deciding to do. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And that's kind of, like, the only real like character Zoro has in this movie. Like that's kind of all he does. It's it just, it, they don't even show like that. He has that much regret. I, like, I don't get the sense that he feels that bad about things, you know, just yeah. being saved by, by saga back in the day. But the thing is, I don't, there's some sort of failure of character here where I feel no connection between any characters. I don't care about Maya. I don't care about her village. I don't care about saga being possessed and, and it's all of those individual things i think they could get me to care but if it just feels like they they didn't have enough things to have like these characters do and to build up the setting mm-hmm. um i i think i i'm used it it's like this feels like the, the plot was written for like the 50 minute format of the first three movies but uh is like oh we're like feature length now so we have to just kind of pad it out yeah i mean to go back to the last movie, Dead End Adventure, we didn't get introduced to the old man and the kid until maybe halfway through the movie, a little like little before halfway point. And I ended up caring about those two. Yeah. Like pretty significantly. And the new character, the, uh, the bounty hunter guy, was interesting as well. I cared about those characters. There were some interesting dynamics there and they really made you made it pop. But everything related to this saga, I did not click with. I don't understand why. It yeah. just, it just felt. He feels I, I very trite. unclear. Yeah, yeah. Very, very trite for one. But his, I, I guess it really is kind of comes down to like, I feel like you never really have a good understanding of like what he's actually trying to do. What, who is this character? What does he want? Why is he doing it? I'm just like, I have, I got nothing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even the interactions between. The straw hats feel like no straw hat feels like they're acting normal. Yeah, yeah, it feel it, the writing of this movie feels very off. Yeah, I, like Luffy is so devil may care throughout most of this yeah. movie. Like, just nothing's clicking with him. It's just it's so weird. Usopp's doing his Usopp thing. It's well enough, but it's still just it, he's, you know his silliness cranked up. Uh, but not even in an endearing way, I find in this one. Yeah, there was a moment when Luffy. I think. I think it's when he was fighting. Uh, he might have been fighting Saga. I've already forgotten at this point. Or, or like he's basically just saying like, "Oh yeah, if you're you know got to be strong, I'm the very, 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 very strongest." And I'm like, "That's the best you could come up with for this this line for this character in this mm-hmm. movie." It's, yeah, it's, it just oh, it's so it's just weak. Yeah, it's it's super weak. Uh, Chopper is just cute <laughs> that's that's really all he is uh robin is just sort of there sanji's just sort of there it just it's all flat it's just all yeah. so flat uh and 
I've I've never seen them ri- written this poorly. And I'm well, I've seen it once before, but I forgot because it was apparently just that bad <laughs> yeah. and that forgettable. It, it had no effect. Yeah, it, it it really feels like the. I mean, I, I guess I can't say that it feels like the worst kind of filler because I haven't seen a lot of the One Piece filler, or maybe maybe I've only seen some of it once. Um, but yeah, it really just feels like the most like. You you can tell that the characterization is just not there. Mm-hmm. It's just like these these characters aren't acting like the ways that they should, and that to me, um, I remember feeling that way after we finished uh, movie three, and then we went back to the manga. It was it was like night and day between how those characters were written, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm anticipating that it's probably going to feel the same once we go back to the manga after this. Yeah, it, it absolutely will. There's no not a doubt in my mind. The thing is, even with early filler in One Piece, I oh, I still ended up enjoying it when I first watched it because I just enjoyed the characters so much. Like they yeah. still acted like themselves, and there's not enough of that them here. I just like it, it feels like they're not really playing off of each other at all. Really, not really. It's it's just sort of all individualized traits without any kind of connection. Like you got yeah. their basis in there, but there's nothing that really gives it any flourish to makes it to make it interesting Lex heart yeah yeah that's that's a good way to put it and we got a failure in story we got a fa- yeah. failure in characterization we got a failure in animation oh my god yeah oh my goodness uh yeah i was that uh was very apparent to me and even so like uh, let's put the animation aside for a second because mm-hmm. i think the way that this movie is just like directed and storyboarded rather than just like the quality of the animation which is quite poor um but like there's just a lot of shots that just like don't make sense and the way that things kind of there's no flow not even just in like the action scenes but just like characters could just be talking normally or like there's that that sequence when um Zoro is meeting Saga's goons for the first time and like the 3D camera is just like just like drunk <laughs> yeah it's just drunk it's like what is happening here it is uh, I'm like watching this like you've got to be kidding me because it's just like vroom, along the ground up the body and here they are and then yeah, it's back it just, to Zoro down the ground on the ground up the body here he is it's like what are you doing it's like zooming into a like because I mean, you can obviously tell in uh, movie four had some of this as well, but it was used to much greater effect where it's like these are very obviously just like 2D billboards placed in a 3D environment. And the car- and the cameras kind of like swooshing around these billboards. It's like if you're, you know, you're, you're playing Mario 64 and all the trees are sprites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. Uh, but it's just I, I don't know, maybe because those shots in movie four were so ambitious that I like. I was kind of like, this is janky, but I kind of respect the vision. Whereas yeah. in here, it's just, like, this didn't need to be a 3D camera at all. If, if you're just going to zoom in to, like, a a forward, like, long shot of all of, you know, the characters. It's just, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it is so strange. And a lot of the, like, shots early on, it just, like, it felt all over the place and it's like i saw like it definitely seemed low quality maybe upper tv slightly upper tv budget and but there were also some shots that seemed to move pretty smoothly i'm like okay this is odd but i can take this this is this is something but by the back half of the movie it just it just went to it went to crap (laughs) there's just yeah i'm actually noticing it now uh since i've got the, the the movie on mute on my second monitor like the first kind of 
first act, first maybe half or so of the movie, like, there's there's jank, sure, still, but, like, the characters still kind of look on model, and it's such a stark difference. You're kind of watching this movie fall apart in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. It just, it just gets progressively worse and worse as time goes on. Yeah. It culminates in... I I call I said to you, Sega CD quality images. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the lines around the characters are so jagged. Yeah, I, I can actually I can offer an explanation as to why this happened because it's actually a little bit fascinating. Because uh-huh. um, when when you think about it, most like at, in this era in particular, still like. Uh, all this animation is still, like, hand-drawn on paper and, like, scanned in to be colored digitally. And so when you're coloring scanned artwork like this, it's easier to to color it if they're all... If, if the line work is, like, kind of raw, jagged pixels. And mm-hmm. then you add, like, a smoothing pass after it. Um, and there are... I counted probably, like... 12 shots by the end of the movie that they forgot to add the smoothing pass onto the shots so you're just looking at this like yeah like sega cd just like raw pixels pixelated characters it's so like it's one of those mistakes that you see every now and again in anime like this this is not the first time i've seen this happen Mm -hmm. um but this is the first time i've i've seen it happen in a movie and in so many shots like it's it, just, it was it's con- so there was weird. that one scene that was just constant. Yeah, yeah. It's just this movie feels like it, it was not meant to be remastered in HD. No, no. Yeah, was... and, and maybe that was it. Is the, the these problems weren't as apparent on on like a DVD, but in in twenty twenty three, the difference between the, the basically the shots that are done and the ones that aren't, <laughs> it's just like what this this movie must have been just rushed beyond belief. <laughs> that really seems to be the case uh, and we'll get into that in time but as far as I mean there's just background characters that look so off model there's there's you you spotted some animation errors where Sanji's like clipping yeah. into the like certain buildings yeah yeah his, his leg was clipping through like the stairs and I'm just like oh come on guys on the one hand like uh, I'm sympathetic like, like animation's hard like just it's straight yeah. up is hard. oh it is um, without a doubt and so uh, like this feels like they were b- dealt a really bad hand, uh, but like and and maybe I would be more sympathetic to that if the writing was better. But just the fact that like I can't latch on to anything, like the the story's not good, the characters aren't good, and the animation is bad. It's just like I'm, ah, the whole thing just feels it's as cursed as the sword. <laughs> right, and that's the other thing is that the people behind this, like I've seen here, the director and writer. So I'm like, okay, yeah. what else have they done? And just trying to get, get a sense. It's like, is there is it a problem with that? And no, <laughs> like they're fine. The director, outside of directing, you know, a couple episodes of different shonen series like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Slam Dunk, all that stuff, also did Interstellar Five 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 from Daft Punk, and that looks gorgeous. That looks great. It has just some super solid directing like this guy seems perfectly fine the writer is the one who wrote the script the screenplay for movie four and he wrote <laughs> and he wrote uh, how many episodes is it he wrote 140 episodes he scripted 145 episodes of the tv series he should know these characters yeah so it has to be rushed it has to yeah. be there has to be some sort of production issues with this because yeah. 
they spend so much time on Maya and her people and the history of this. And I will say, animation-wise, I will say, the flashback that explains the story of the uh, Seven Star Sword, I like the style of that one. That yeah, was cool. it's cool. It's got like some cool use of colors. That one feels like, because the style is very, it's kind of simplified. Like that feels like that was designed around what the schedule of this movie must have been like. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it, it, <laughs> it, it, something had to have gone wrong. Yep. Just some sort of rush job. Something wasn't clicking right. I, I, I have no idea. There's no, obviously there's no information about that sort of thing. Cause it's a one piece. It's a shonen movie. Who cares? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, that, that sort of idea. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not great. And unfortunately, like we said, there's nothing to latch on to. Every fight in this movie is yawn inducing. Yeah, if that's the other thing to like like not just from a, a storyboarding and kind of direction standpoint, but yeah, like I I wish I could turn my brain off and just like, okay, well, it's a movie, so maybe maybe the fights will look nice, but like they're they're all bad. <laughs> like they're awful. It feels like because our first fight is I, I technically Zoro versus Sanji. And it should be a big deal because these guys are at each other's throats all the time. And this is their first legit fight. That should be a big deal. And they just kind of gloss over that. <laughs> yeah. It just sort of happens. Sanji's distracted because he's like fighting a friend. He's like actually care, seems to care more than he usually does about Zora right, yeah. betraying and gets, you know, gets a, a, a sword in the shoulder for his trouble and injured. And it's, it's, it's a quick, meaningless fight. Then we have Luffy versus Saga in his first real, real encounter without really knowing, knowing what's going on. And he can't get a hit on him, but it's also like, it just feels like Luffy's not trying. This goes for Luffy's fights throughout the entirety of this movie. It feels like their their thinking was like, oh, Luffy will use all of his kit all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is how he was switching up attacks. Fights. It's just, just, just like, just use everything. Just, just go. Mm, just, there's no like, flow. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's literally no flow. There's there's no kind of back and forth. It's just, it feels very binary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, that's it. And I was and I was thinking as I was going through this movie, like, okay, all of our villains are sword users, and only Zoro uses swords. So this should makes for some interesting fights that you know that the others can get into, because at one point, in order to have a shield, in order to stop the sword from doing its thing they have to place those three sacred balls on three specific pyramids and all of saga's minions that he's brainwashed are waiting at each one so we have some interesting team-ups of Usopp and robin robin takes him out no issue (laughs) like like i think she drops a rock on the on the one of the main minions it's over in 10 seconds it's it's a bad fight um and and i think is is disappointing in the context of all the other fights being bad too but i think if any if any character were to realistically just like wipe the floor I, i'm glad it's robin yeah true <laughs> it, it feels fitting for her but i think it would function better if like the other fights were better <laughs> well, if, if she had to work together with Usopp in some way that's an interesting right. dynamic how do these two work as a as a as a fighting pair we don't see that too we haven't seen that yet yeah, so that has potential. And that's how I felt. Otherwise, Sanji was with a random guy from the village. So he was basically by himself. But still, he like 
The, the, the villain literally says, my body is covered in this uh, impenetrable armor. You can't do it. You should have covered your face. Kicks him in the face. Move, fight over. What? That, yeah, it's just... <laughs> Poor... And then oh, at first God. it seems like Nami doesn't, and Chopper don't have anybody to fight. And Nami does the work here where she just swings her pole once. And these guys are, these Marines are supposed to be powered up by the sword, yeah. stronger than before. And Nami by herself, without using any special abilities of her climb, climb, climate baton, takes them all out, like 10 of them, with one swipe. Yeah. That's how little they cared about this. And then... It- the one minion that was actually trying to resist the sword a bit more before he finally got fully taken over shows up and there's a somewhat longer fight between Nami and Chopper and him. And it should be interesting, but it's, it's so intercut with other things that it's just nothing. Yeah. And then just like, like Chopper punches him in the face and he goes flying and that's it. It's cool. Chopper just stepping up immediately and getting into the fight, but it was just, just, there was no focus on it. Again, an interesting pair-up we've not had before of Nami and Chopper fighting together. Wasted. Yeah. Completely. Then the final fight uh, between Saga and Luffy. Oh, no. Before that one was uh, Zoro versus Saga when Sa- Zoro realizes the sword is possessing you. Oh, my God. I should probably not help you. Oh, no. Before, yeah, it just... Zoro felt like he was like just in full no thoughts head empty mode this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, just and he struggles against him. The sword does some weird tricks and gets his blood because he needs the blood of a strong fighter. He seems to be struggling with these wounds way more than we've ever seen him. I've seen him like <laughs> he's struggling yeah. more. He's struggling more from this than getting stabbed in the stomach and having to lift Luffy's cage back in. Uh, the buggy arc. Yeah, it's just he's got he's he's bladed up a little bit, but yeah, it is funny how he's just kind of like, ah, oh, I'm down. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like I've seen him take so much more punishment than this. Just a few bites to certain limbs, and I mean, maybe it's the curse doing its trick. You could explain it that way, but I, that just doesn't it doesn't make yeah, any sense to they, me. They don't sell it. <laughs> no, it doesn't get sold at all. And the sword fight itself is boring. This movie's approach to sword fighting, when it's a, a movie all about you know sword characters, like they just kind of they just kind of whack each other like <laughs> baseball bats, and like that's uh, that's the like the only real choreography they have in this movie. It's it's like the the only idea they have for every sword fight is ah, and, and again even same for Luffy. It just just whack them. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's all it is, and that's that's really what the final fight is. Is like. Uh, Luffy fights Saga. Uh, it basically overpowers him. No, with little issue as time goes on, and then Zoro shows up. Is like, no, I want the final blow, and Zoro gets the final blow, and that's it. Like, there's a potentially interesting thing where the sword possesses Saga's body, and he's just able to like whip his hand and cut things that way. But Luffy takes a few hits, doesn't even bleed, so it looks like a cut, but it's really just a force push. Right? Yeah, it just. I feel like, despite being again a movie about sword users, and despite Luffy or despite Zoro taking actual like sword cuts, Luffy, he's, he just kind of gets out all right, despite yeah. being weak to swords. 
And despite it being a Zorro movie, and I remember in the, doing the research for all the stuff surrounding this, which I was so <laughs> I forgot to even get into, is about the the surrounding stuff like where this took place. It's like, oh yeah, this is the the first movie where Zorro gets the win. I was like, oh yeah, he does do that. And I looked at this again, and he's like, he doesn't get the win. Luffy does most of the work, and Luffy, Zorro shows up to get the final blow. That's it. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, for some reason, my brain thought of Resurrection F, uh, Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. uh, because that that I feel like that fight ends very similarly with kind of Vegeta doing most of the work yeah. and having all of all of the thematic, uh, you know, kind of beaten down on Frieza, but then Goku uh, kind of shows up to take the win. We're just like that doesn't feel satisfying in any way. It, it doesn't even feel like teamwork. No. Really. No, yeah, it's just it's not teamwork. It's just like, no, this is my fight, Luffy. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to get round two of this fight. And no, it's and over in one blow. Yeah. I, the, the shot of Zoro coming down behind the moon is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, just because I just thought of it now that I forgot to give all the like when it was released. So this was released in March 6, 2004, a year, basically a year after the last one. It took place between, a release between chapters 312 and 313. That's why we recorded it now. Episode-wise, it was between episodes 183 and 184, which is during Luffy's fight with Nehru, like that first, Mm. I think that first fight uh, when you get the big reveal. It's cute um, that they they kind of have just like one little bit of continuity with movie four where the the marine guy, uh, I think his name is Drake, who's chasing them at the end of that movie. Like, he's he's there chasing the Straw Hats at the beginning of this movie, despite there being like the time difference is implied <laughs> that you know these movies can't take place one after the other. So that the, maybe they're just like, I don't know. Maybe it's a Zenny Goddess situation because I've I've heard yeah. that this guy shows up in filler as well. He's just yeah, an original. Yeah, he shows up in the filler arc. Uh, uh, it's an original Marine. Kid, yeah. They just like, let's trot this guy out to chase down Luffy a bit. And they just yeah. run from him. I did find, uh, looking at the wiki, the anime adds adds him into, I, I guess it's just a cameo, but way later. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, way, way later. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, what? Uh, okay. Sure, why not? So I, I guess they're having fun with their own little like sideburns OC guy. I don't yeah. Know. They just they just really like this guy. I'm trying to think of other, other things that sort of stand out about this. Oh, I got another one. Okay. Actually. It's funny to me, this movie's soundtrack actually shows up in the anime a lot. Oh, really? Um, and that was, that was sort of the thing I knew about movie five was like, there's a lot of music from this movie that ends up playing in a lot of really iconic scenes in the anime, which is not uncommon. Like the, the anime, yeah. you, you know, they, they'll, they'll debut music in the movies and then uh, use it for the TV show a bunch. But like... Uh, uh, particularly kind of during the climactic scenes and the fights of this movie. It's just, it was funny to me because I associate those tracks with like their respective anime scenes. So going like, oh, this is the first time this track got used and it's for like something really dumb like this. (laughs) It was just, it it was a weird bit of dissonance for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like finally finding out what the source of this song, the the original context this song was used in. You're like, oh, this is bad actually. (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed. As far as this, the, our side characters, again, there's not much to say about Saga. He's possessed most of the time. He's not even that interesting of a childhood friend for Zoro uh, because they don't show much. It's just kind of the like the kind of the Kawina thing again, except he's alive. Yeah, kind of. And it's like we trained together and made this promise together and turns out that he's pretty strong. But it's also like that's all they show. 
There's, there's like, why do they have a bond? We don't know. They just yeah. have a bond. What? And and it just, I guess, because they don't really do a good job of selling that bond, the like Zoro's decision making in this movie just feels really bizarre. Yeah, because you can't you can't get quite a grip on like understanding what his relationship to Saga is and why that makes him do the things that he's doing. Right. It's it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it just doesn't know. And then we got Maya, who's fine. As you know, yeah. you guys, this is our this is what, our first movie without a child character. Oh yeah, hey, that's actually that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, they 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 we we don't have a child character. Apparently, we need them to make it any good. But uh, it's, it seems like, but uh, this uh, based off this, but uh, that's probably not the case. They make it a point that like when she's reintroduced after the uh, int- the introduction where they show her being protected by Saga bikini scene. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just straight up bikini scene for what feels like a good two, three minutes. Yeah, that's that that's a way to introduce a character, right? They guess. were really proud of that character design. <laughs> I mean, it is as far as like movie original characters go. She her design, at least. I mean, you know, she's got the typical like One Piece girl face and body, but like her actual mm-hmm. outfit, I think, is at least somewhat memorable. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Then her her grandmother, which I think. Honestly, got the one and only laugh in my out of me, but it was also like immediately driven into the ground once they introduced it. Oh yeah, of course. So they have this. They have the grandmother who's bent over and has a huge like hunchback. It looks like uh, she's just that sort of typical look. It's like, oh, that's an interesting design, but you know, that's that's the way it is. And then when Luffy reveals that he recovered the balls, not realizing what they were, she gets this shocked look, which causes her to actually stand up straight, which makes her really <laughs> long-limbed in all areas, like long tall. necks. Yeah, just yeah. huge, tall. It's funny. I laughed the first time. It, yeah. it was that was a cute little joke. <laughs> and then they do it like four or five more times. Yeah. And I'm like, this, okay, they I had, get it. They had nothing, which I, I feel like is a... Even even the anime proper loves stretching out and recycling jokes that were were funny one time from the manga. So I don't, I don't know if I can particularly... Like, it sucks here, but it's also not the first time that they've done no, it. No, no, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else to really say. I, In my opinion, I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree. This is the worst One Piece movie. I think so depending far, on least. the day, it'll be it's it's between this and movie three. I, but they're they're both awful. <laughs> yeah, movie three had its issues, mostly in character. The movie three had some really good artistic choices with that final fight. That is true. Yeah, and but, actually, I got kind of flashbacks to that at the mm-hmm. end of this movie with just kind of like the the bright reds and the you know, but like it just it wasn't. Uh, this movie's budget clearly it didn't have it just couldn't achieve that same atmosphere like it yeah absolutely movie three struggled but it also is shorter than this yeah that's that's to its benefit (laughs) this movie is excruciating to watch which i think yeah that that probably is kind of the zinger is like it's a bad 50 minute movie versus a bad 90 minute movie (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just uh, and even then at least yeah movie three had Pretty good animation for the fights, from what I remember. Yeah, it was pretty solid. They mixed things up. They had uh, Sanji fight the swordsman and Zoro fight the the the, the fighting guy, like the, the fist yeah, fighter. Yeah, and, and the like, way that they kind of like those fights kind of demonstrated the mutual respect that they have for each other in a way that this it's just 
I don't know, man. And that, I was thinking about that when you were talking about Zoro fighting Sanji at the beginning of the movie, where that felt like that would have been a way to kind of expand on and pay off Sanji's relationship with with Zoro to kind of be like, you know, like, hey, man, you know, have Sanji confront him and be like, hey, man, what you did was not cool. And to kind of, you know, have them hash that out. Uh, but like, I don't know if they even talk after that fight in this movie. Yeah. It's just I, like whatever. I don't think so. But, Whatever must be in Sanji's headspace after he gets, you know, beat by Zoro. It just like that is that is an interesting wrinkle to add to that character, and they just they just drop it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just, it's like uh, it has a lot of potential in so many different play in so many different ways, but just did not come together. And that, and that's the thing I I think about just every aspect and like what was it? Movie one had good characters but not great action. Movie two had good action but not great characters. Yep. And then movie three was just kind of its own thing. And movie four just kind of perfected it all. And then yep. we just went in the opposite direction. And yeah, it's just... When you think about it that way, the, the state of these movies is a little dire. Um, with like... I mean, I mean, it's really only just like three and five are awful. Um, and then one and two are all right. And we've, we've had one just like across the board winner in movie yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the case. Now there is one we have not watched this. I just I didn't realize it until just uh, until looking at the wiki, but it, it did mm-hmm. get the 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 I think the last short for One Piece before movie, which is Take Aim mm-hmm. the the Pirate Baseball King, basically same as soccer, just a, they're playing baseball this time. Uh huh. And that I, you know I think I have seen that. It's definitely better than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what is that? That has to be like a half hour long. Oh, the short? No, it's five yeah. minutes. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> the short is just be... five minutes long about you know, the, the the final of the, the Straw Hats against the Fishmen. It would be more entertaining than any single singular five-minute chunk out of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, goodness. But I, I got nothing else to say. I, there really is yeah. not much to go on. It's like... <laughs> sink your teeth into this movie at all <laughs> Woo. well I, avoid this one do not yeah. watch it. it it's funny I, I guess it's just like since prior prior to doing this podcast i i really you know movie four was the only one i had seen or four in the next one um i i had seen of kind of the classic one piece movies and it really feels like i i, I kind of not missing out on much not really, no. Like you, yeah. You, I mean, I think there's, like I said, there's some fun things to see about the first two movies, and yeah, you know, little yeah. bits and pieces here. But as far yeah. as just completely solid movies, uh, definitely Dead End Adventure so far, and I can confidently, very confidently say, the next movie. I have not seen the recent One Piece movies. Movie six might still be the best. I don't even know, but I think yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it w- <laughs> I, I, it, it, I'm not saying anything. If you can try yeah. to find a way to watch this movie, do so before we get to it, yeah. because yeah. it is so worth seeing and just getting the experience of what it's all about. Especially now, in context of having watched the first five, holy hell! <laughs> yeah, definitely take a look. You're <laughs> yeah. something you're yeah. not ready for. Uh, uh, oh man, it, 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 it's. Better in ways that you would not expect. But if there's one other way to sell it on you, its director was Mamoru Hosoda, 
So if you like yes. Summer Wars, Bell, uh, Boy and the Beast, Wolf Children, Digimon the movie, D- Digimon <laughs> like that, <laughs> that, that our our war war game, yeah, yeah. him. He directed yeah. movie six, which wow, what a what a get. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll get there i i got a lot of words about that movie <laughs> mm, it's it's good it's gonna be a bit we got to go through another year of uh manga until we get to that one but uh yeah, yeah. as far as well, movie five i'm gonna probably forget this again there's a I'll, reason i yeah. did not remember anything other than wow. oh yeah it's a zora movie i just i can't believe it man what a <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm shocked <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it just shell shocked that's all we are <laughs> but with that i believe we've said all we've wanted to say about one piece movie five the cursed holy sword holy crap <laughs> thank you so much for, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at bitnerd games on youtube or bitnerd with an underscore at the end on twitter Brandon, where can everyone find you? I'm at Brennabovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job, and better One Piece movies, probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll just, you know, check me out there. <laughs> yep, yep. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early and make sure to return next time as we go back to the manga to discuss chapters 316 to 320 of one piece let's finish up this 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 fight with uh foxy yes so until then let's. my friends bye remember to take life one piece at a time これに破れたればすなわち闇の支配するような始まりとならん。七星はすでに破れた。おい。何わけわかんねえこと言ってんだ。<笑>